ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to you. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International denomination with over 3,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and an author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 500 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dykewood Mills. That draws us to Can I say 
that you'll always have this sweet and soft voice, oh girl, and promise me that you'll always be gentle towards me, please promise me that you touch me on my chest one day. She treated me so nicely. She was so, she was so gentle and so kind. I wanted her to promise me that she'd never Jacob 4. Turn to Genesis 32. Genesis chapter 32. You see, God wants you to attend revival. So he has arrested you. Is it not amazing? Father, we are thanking you for the few minutes we have together. In Jesus' name, amen. Beautiful. Now, Jacob is a very important person to us because of Romans chapter 2, verse 28 and verse 29. It says, he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. Amen. Verse 29. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not of man but of God. So, circumcision And being a Jew, we are learning this is something that God has given to us. So even if you are not circumcised, you see, in the spirit you are circumcised. Amen. Because many, many people are not circumcised. Many countries don't believe in circumcision. So, even if you are not circumcised, you get it? You are circumcised in the spirit. 
Then also, if you are Ghanaian, Sierra Leonean, Liberian, Nigerian, you get what I'm saying? Even you are not even the color of a Jew, according to the Bible, you are really a Jew in your heart. So that is why when you go to Israel, you find almost nobody called Paul. It's Paul who has made decentralized being a Jew. You get it? He is the one who has explained to all of us that we are Jews. So you will not walk through Israel and find somebody called Paul. It's not popular there at all. Because he has rather shown us that Charlie, Jewism, Charlie, we are all in, in it. What do you think? Now, whatever happened to Jacob, therefore, who is your father and my father, is very important to us. Amen. And Hebrews 6 verse 12 says that we should be followers of those who through faith and patience have inherited the promises. So we we must follow Jacob because he inherited promises. Now, in Genesis chapter 32, are you there? You see Jacob having lived with his uncle Laban for 20 good years. For 20 years. And now is living and going back. Do you get it? If we read verse 31, Genesis chapter 31. Genesis chapter 31 verse 1 and he heard the words of Laban sons saying Jacob has taken all that was our fathers you see that's how people talk when you prosper. When you are a pastor and you prosper, people say, he's taking our money. But the answer to that is that, is anyone's money missing? Ask your question. Is there any missing money anywhere? Wow. Is, is, there, is anybody's money missing? Hmm? Is anybody's money missing? Nobody's money is missing. So, verse 3. Now, the Lord, Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban, verse 2. And behold, it was not towards him as before. So, verse 3. Now, the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of thy fathers and to thy kindred, and I will be with thee. 
Now, in chapter 32, Jacob decides to obey God. So now, in chapter 32 of Genesis, Jacob has embarked on the journey back to his father's house. Okay? Are you with me? To his land where he originally came from 20 years ago. And his father Isaac was still alive. Remember, Isaac said he doesn't know when he's going to die, so they should call the two boys. But 20 years later, Isaac was still alive. So, the Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of thy fathers and to thy kindred, and I will be with thee. Now, every mission, point number one, every mission God sends you on has a problem to be solved. Are you with me? The fact that God has sent you does not mean that everything is going to be problem free. You, 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 you are not serious when you come back telling us the reasons why you didn't go. Jacob went you get it? And in verse 3, Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother. Are you there? Now, Esau, his brother, alright, has promised to murder Jacob the day that he set his eyes on him. It's finished. So as Jacob has decided to obey God, he is going to a place where there is a man who has targeted him and a place to where a man who has meant his life that you, the, the day that I get you, you are, you are finished. You have stolen my birthright. You have stolen my blessing. You are finished. So, many people will not go when God sends them where there is an obvious difficulty. I don't know if you've ever, if anybody has ever threatened your life before. But it's not a small thing. To even, whether it's, it's, even if it's a joke. And somebody says, this person must die. It's not a small thing to hear that. Because it means there is a very evil person somewhere who is huh, thinking to himself how to kill you. Huh? That is why when somebody says such things, the police don't take it lightly. Yes, even if it's a joke. One day, one of our pastors was doing some negotiations uh, for some land, and one of the people said something about killing the person. But when he told me, I told him, don't go there again. Because these are not, uh, you, you never know. 
and, and those who are married and have violent husbands and people who threaten to kill I don't know what percentage do it do you know apparently a quite a high percentage so when you hear that from your spouse saying to you I'll kill you always ask the people who are experienced what you should do because you may not know I know a man who said he would kill his wife and he would kill his children and eventually he killed his wife and then he, he didn't get his children but he killed his wife and he killed himself but he has said it for years that he'll do it so for Laban for Jacob to be going back to a place where there is a man who has threatened clearly that I will kill you you should know that it's an obedient servant of God how many are ready to obey if some of you God sends you even just to the north you say oh Chiripuni Rara Wale Wale the Wadawa number two please hold your peace but today you are being anointed with the anointing of Jacob obedience even if there is a person who has meant your life or something that threatens you yes you must obey God now thank God that his wives you get it they didn't know Esau how wicked he was so they said oh Charlie let's go it's an adventure but there are many wives who would have said no 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 because they become afraid more quickly (laughs) this place that you are telling us to go is very dangerous we will die there you get it so when God has called you as a man you should know that you are a man if you cannot lead your wife you are not a man looking at pornography does not make you a man yes it doesn't make you a man Having sex does not make you a man. Your ability to lead your wife. And this man was leading four wives. Four solid wives. Huh? He's a real leader. And he's leading them to a dangerous place. 
one day a pastor one of my pastors had a dream and in the dream he was a woman no somebody had a dream about him that he was a woman in the dream and I told him it is phlegmatism that they've dreamt about That's why they saw you as a woman in the dream. You behave like a woman. The strength of leadership is not there. That's why somebody had a dream about you and saw you in the form of a woman. No one will ever have such a dream about you. In Jesus' name. Are you still around? Yes. Beautiful. So, lift your hand and say, I'm going wherever the Lord tells me to go. Whether there is an Esau or whatever is there, I am going. We are going. Heaven knows we are going. We know we will. We will get them. No, we will. Hey, it will be hard. We know, and the road will be muddy and rough, but we'll get there. We know we will. We are going. Heaven knows where we are going. We know we will. We will get there. Heaven knows how we will get there. seven look at it look at the seven Genesis 32 verse 7 and Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed and he divided the people that were with him and the flocks and the heads and the camels into two bands we are going Heaven knows how we are known. We know we will.
which is left shall escape verse 9 and Jacob said oh God of my father God of my father Abraham my father Isaac the Lord which said to me return to thy country and to thy kindred and I will deal with thee you see afraid man even though you are afraid you, you should just be praying you get what I'm saying when you are afraid, pray. When you are afraid, pray. There's nothing wrong with being afraid. It's normal. Fear is a, 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 is a normal, a, a, a protective response. There are some things you should be afraid. You should have a proper respect of certain things. When you see a snake, you put a snake around your neck as a kind of necklace. You must have a proper respect for snakes and a proper fear of them. And what they can do to you. You get what I'm saying? You can't just, I mean, not fear certain things. So he was afraid, greatly afraid. No problem. There are things you should fear. It's normal. But what you are afraid, go forward. So he prayed. You told me to go to my father, verse 10. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant. Huh? Why? For with my staff I passed over this Jordan 20 years ago and now I have become two bands. This is going to be your story when you go on your mission. Yes. You pass over the Jordan as a one-man army. But when you are coming back, when you are coming back, you become two bands. Yes. Wow. You come back a lot of people with you. Huh? When I, when I crossed over to Kolibu years ago, I went all alone. One man. I came out of Kolibu with bands. I've become many bands. All over the place. Bands. I passed over the, with my staff. I was just holding one staff like that. 
Look at what has happened. I become two bands. And he said, I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies you have showed me. So my prayer for you is that with the anointing, how many were at the anointing service this morning or this afternoon? That anointing, you are now converted into bands. You can't come to church alone anymore. Come with two bands. Two basantes. Two basantes. Two buses. Full of people. You go home alone. You came to church alone. But now when you come to church, it's a large crowd that are following you to church. Two bands. I met our missionary to Gulu. Wisdom. When I met him a few weeks ago in Uganda, the second largest city in Uganda, he was surrounded by a band of medical students who are his members. Plenty. Uganda medical students. Band. He has become a band. He went alone. When I met him, he, he showed that he has slept on the floor for one and a half years. A hard man. Hard. But he has become a band. Clear a band that I saw and I felt and I touched. That will be your testimony. Aren't you tired of being alone? You are being turned into two bands. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Wow. Tell your neighbor, I feel the shepherding anointing. Receive the grace to be a good shepherd. Fantastic. Now, so point number one, I go, point number one is that we are going. And heaven knows how we will get there. Because God says we should go. We are going. Point number two is that wherever God sends you, you will not come back alone. You are going to become two bands or more. Point number three. Genesis chapter 32 verse 11 Deliver me I pray thee from the hand of my brother from the hand of Esau for I fear him I fear him lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children You see, a man with vengeance is different from a man who doesn't have vengeance in him. So Jacob would have been weaker in his fight against Esau. Verse 12. And thou says, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. So once again, you see, 
You've sent me. That's what's important. Not the obstacles. Look, I'll give you advice at your workplace. eh? Don't give excuses to your boss. When things are not done. Excuses demote you all the time. One day somebody gave a lot of excuses. When he finished, I told him that, look, even though the excuses that he's given are sound plausible, I, I must tell him that anybody who gives a lot of reasons why things are not done, I don't have much respect for the person. I mean, no matter how good the reasons are, I want him to know that it's a standard thought in my head and I don't want to hide my thoughts from him. I don't respect people who have excuses when I send them. I immediately do more than this person is not a good worker. Once you come with reasons why, because every mission you are given has probably 17 problems. Your duty is to go and solve the problem, not to come back and tell me all the problems that there are. As we are going to the Independence Square, there are problems. The people say the stands are spoiled. So we shouldn't, or some, some people say it's not good. Some people say, the engineers there say that it's not good. This one says it's good. So it's dangerous. That's a problem. How can we fit into the place? And so on and so There are problems all the time. Sound, there'll be light, this, that, many problems. Just solve the problem. Don't come back and tell us all the problems. Do you want somebody to come and tell us the problem? We want solutions. And your value is going to go high. Now, verse 13. Beautiful. And he lodged there that night and took a present. Alright? Oh, the rain is ending so we can end. He took a present for his Esau, his brother. Now verse 14. Before, this is point number three. Point number three is the present of Jacob. The present of Jacob contains a great revelation. This is the present. 200 she-goats and 20 he-goats. Two hundred, is it? Where's all we are seeing? Or eels? Eels. And twenty rams. Huh? Thirty milk camels with their colts. Forty kine. That is cows and ten bulls. 20 she asses and 10 foals. Verse 16. Yes, and he delivered them. So, verse 14 is a revelation right there. And that revelation is that one man, male, will always desire multiple females. (laughs) He had not studied biology zoology but it was something that he could see that one is to 10 one is to 20 and different ones have more or less it's a reality now this reality 
is something that applies to human beings as well. And the sooner you come to terms with it, the better you'll be. The better your life will be. And I will explain why. Do you want me to explain why? Should I explain it for the brothers or for the sisters? For the brothers. Huh? I should explain it for both sides. Brothers first. The, the fact is that that is how God made you. Hmm. Yes. You are the sheep of his, his hand. And how many sheep are there? Look at it. We are the sheep. She goats. 200 to 20. We are the sheep of his hand. The Lord is my shepherd. You see, it is those who walk humbly before the Lord. Micah 6, 8. Who are safe. See, right now, he says, he has showed thee, O man, what is good, what the Lord doth require of thee, to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly. You see, right now, you are here. You see, humble yourself. It is raining. You get what I'm saying? I can't swim. I don't know how to walk in the rain. I don't know if there is a flood anywhere. If it is catching somebody, I don't have a car. I don't have anything. Let me just stay coolly here and then be revived at the revival service. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Rather than forcing myself to be a superman, to go somewhere where I can't go. Before we realize, we've heard of you that something has happened to you. God forbid. So, accepting your weakness... And rather securing yourself is better for you than to say, oh, me, girls, no, I don't, I don't have a, I'm not that type of man. Sorry for, this, sorry for preaching that message to you. Sorry, tell somebody, Charlie, we are sorry. We didn't know you were here. You should come to another meeting. Here we are just humans. So, the reality is that every man, no matter how faithful he is, in the corner of his eye, he can see. You think I don't know things? I know things. Psalm 95, verse 6 and 7. Come, let 
us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. Verse 7. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. And the sheep of his hand. We are sheep. We behave, we are just like sheep. So brothers, instead of saying, no me, I'm not that type. Somebody will say, if, if marks are being given for marriage, I will get 99.9%. at different times and it gives a feeling when you are sitting in the congregation you wonder hey Charlie the man is very holy one man of God said me I love two things God and my wife I love two things two things God and my wife two things. God and my wife. Huh? Everybody knows that I love two things. God and my wife. Another man of God said, all I need is my wife and a book. And uh, yes, I have a wife and my book and I'm, I'm okay. I need to I read my book and my wife is with me. Especially brothers who wear glasses. Since she wore my ring, she's never complained. Since she wore my ring, she has never complained. If marks are being given for marriage, I'll get 99.9%. And you, when you proposed, the next day you saw a sister and you were wondering whether you made the right choice yesterday. compare with yourself with such a man of God then the next time you are you hear that he's announcing that he's getting divorced and you wonder yes so one man of God said all I need is my Bible my Bible my wife if my wife is not around I just need her picture I just kiss the picture and I'm okay. You see, 
such people give you the feeling that they've never noticed another person. But we have a song that says, I notice other girls too. All right. Now, for the sisters. So, brothers, don't be worried if you notice other girls. You are just like a lot of us. Amen. Now, for the sisters, for the brothers, it's important that you know that it is, takes superhuman strength to stay with one person. Power from God. Anointing of the Holy Ghost. Grace from God. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So if you know you are not spiritually strong, you don't have to venture into marriage. Because shortly after marriage, many of the things which you think will go away will multiply. Yes. Never think that getting married will take away pornography. But when you marry, you, you look at what is in the room. Say, ah, it's different from what I saw in the video. And the way the ladies are laughing in the pornography, you see that there, there's no sound at, at this other side. It's mute. Hey! <laughs> you have to use subtitles. living so you need spiritual strength to do what is unnatural for the rest of your life yes yes no matter who every girl you marry has two legs right and left so even though she may present the right for some time but after some time you see the left doing some dangbeshi somewhere you know like that there are other aspects Yes. Right and left. So if you are not strong, don't try. When it comes to the girls, like Jacob, you have to accept that. My man is cunning. And God has made him choose me. Yes. So for some, for some of the sisters, it's just information. Hmm? It's just information that oh, men like more. It's just information. Because it won't matter to you. 
Because maybe God has given you somebody who is able to stay with one person calmly and coolly. So it's just something to know. It's like, no, no, the temperature on Venus is 450 Celsius. It's like, it's something that, it doesn't matter to you. It, it will, it's just a fact. It won't ever affect you. But for some others, it is a reality that you may have to deal with. Yes. And how do you deal with it? How is it dealt with? You deal with it. How do you deal with it? How do people deal with it? Unfortunately, this characteristic of men, many ladies become like Caligula. Have you heard of Caligula? Caligula? You not heard of Caligula? Caligula was the third emperor of Rome. First emperor, second, third. So they hadn't had many. And he is known as the mad emperor. He went berserk. He went mad. And he is known for his sexual behavior. He, was, he just went wild. With his, he married, virtually married his sisters. Tried to have a child with his sisters. When he eventually married, he married a pregnant woman so that she would give birth immediately. He killed thousands of people. And he's known as the mad emperor. But if you go into the history, you see that when he became the emperor, the first seven months, he was actually a good emperor. Yes. He started doing good things. People thought he was coming to revenge for the killing of his mother and so He brought the evidence of the people, the senators, how they had taken his mother somewhere, his family. He brought the evidence to the senate and told them, I have the evidence for all that you've done, but I'm not like this emperor. I forgive all of you. And he bent the evidence. But by the way, he had copies. He brought the copies later. <laughs> he, bent, he bent it in front of them and told them, I'll forgive you. There's no problem. Let's move on. Yes. So he, he, he was a good emperor. He started doing great things. Then after seven months, he became sick. They don't know what, nobody knows what sickness was like. He got some kind of fever or something. So he was admitted into bed for about three months. Whilst he was sleeping for three months, the person who was supposed to become the emperor after him and some of his assistants went to the senate and told them that we just want to inform you the emperor is not feeling well. In case he doesn't come back, I want you to know that we are ready to do whatever we have to do. And when he made that announcement, a few weeks later, Caligula woke up. And when he woke up and he found out, hey, you that I have named you as an heir, that if I'm not around, I've had mercy on you, I've had mercy on you, you were happy to take over from me. And from that time, he began to be afraid of people around him 
that people wanted to become emperor, people wanted to kill him, and they did kill him in the end. But they, they cornered him in a tunnel and killed him. He became afraid of everybody. He killed that guy, he killed his assistant, he killed thousands of people. When he went to war, he tried to invade Britain, he couldn't succeed. He told the troops, cross and go. The troops said, we will not cross. He said, decimate them. Do you know what is decimate? You make them to line up and you take one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then you put a nail in the head and you kill the person. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, number ten. Every tenth soldier is killed. Decimate. It was mad. So fear changes you. So when a girl becomes afraid, you look at the man and say that he likes other girls and you become afraid. That is when your personality changes. You are caligulated. Your personality changes. So very nice people change when they become afraid. They become so changed. You can't even know what you are dealing with. Yeah. And you know, when you grow, you know a man... There are so many people who insult me. I know a particular person who always insults Men are dogs. Men are animals. Men are this. Men are this. Men are... If you are in a house where you hear those kind of things, you hear, oh, ask for a man. A man, they're this. A man, they're this. Who oh, ask for men, this. It's from experience and they become caligulated. Pray you never have a relationship with somebody who is full of fear you will have the ugliest relationship. You have the worst. Pray for other problems except that one. You have the worst relationship and the worst marriage of all because the fear will move into suspicion and the suspicion will move into accusations and the accusation will move into delusions and it will move into madness. And even there, there are madnesses, certain types of madness. Medical, medically diagnosable madness. One is called schizophrenia, delusional disorder. person just has a fear. Fear. Paranoid delusions. Paranoia. Bizarre delusions and non-bizarre delusions. It's non-bizarre to think that a man is looking at others. But some, some ladies, they just have so much fear. I have over the years seen good wives change from white to black or from red to blue, their personalities change. It's like you are dealing with a completely different human being. Marriages change from day to night to day. It's different. They can have 20 years of happiness and suddenly it changes from the personality is changed. Can you imagine if you're accusing me, you suddenly start accusing me. You you even look different. I will not preach happily to you. So you have to watch your personality. It's not a new thing. And those who have polygamous marriages, they've accepted it. Say, oh, I mean, a man there yeah, is interested and I've accepted it. And sometimes it's the only way to deal with it is to accept it. Because you will accept it anyway. Because you, you, you notice that they don't leave. They can talk. The man will go and have a child somewhere. They will never leave heaven and will pass. Air to pass. Venus will go to the right. Mars will go here. They will stay in the marriage. 
Yes, they accept it. In it. So why not accept it in your mind so that you are at peace? Because it is, Jacob saw it and he said, that, look, I need 200 sheep, uh, sheep goats for 20. He hasn't studied zoology. He knows. Yes. So I pray that for your life, it will just be information in the moon or something. But if it comes down to real life, the calmer you are. But the ladies, I tell you, when you become like Caligula, I have seven months of a good marriage. Then, when you wake up and say, hey, this is what I think. That's a change. That's the end of your marriage. You'll just be acting a drama from then onwards. Public show of PDA, public display of affection. Watch out for those who seem to have the best public display. It's usually not as you may think. Yeah. A lot of effort. Oh, darling. Oh, smoothie. Hi. Mm. Oh, sweetie. Mm. Sweetie. Hey, different names. Smoothie, sweetie. Smoothie, baby. Sweetie, sweetie, honey. They don't even call their wife by their name anymore. Say, honey, smoothie. Boo-boo. Kiki. Choo-choo. Kili-kili. Chiki-chiki. <laughs> and you say, pardon? Oh, I was just calling my wife. Ow, kuli kuli, come. Chiki chaka. Kuchi kuchi. And you will be calling your wife. Ekwa. <laughs> yeah. Mami Tansoa, where are you? <laughs> types of fear are taken out of you in Jesus name there are some people they don't even enter relationship and they enter relationship, not marry and then it starts, can I check your phone where, where, where did you go why are you now coming the, the, the person doesn't feel relaxed calm down, calm down calm down John Wesley's wife, Charlie, she was checking his letters. The man has been a virgin and has stayed to the age of, I think, he married 44, 40 something years old. When she married, she started to insult. She could enter the room and attack all of them. Somebody was serving John Wesley and the other pastors. She started insulting, calling, You horse, you prostitute who are serving the pastors, you shameful women, this shouting at them. The Methodist person didn't like her at all. She couldn't control herself. If you are interested, you can read the story. Those who accused you, I don't know, some of the books have it. Is it those who accused you? It has a story. His, his letter. He wrote a long letter. He wrote his letter. He said that, asperse me no more. Don't accuse me anymore. Allow me to be, a, uh, uh, what do you call it, in my own house. Ah. Wait till man will see before. So if you are in a relationship where you have that, you must break up immediately. Don't even discuss it. Don't even come for pastoral advice. Break up immediately. It's an emergency. You shouldn't even continue for 24 hours. It's not worth it. 
It's my, it's my advice to you. Yes, eject. When they start, uh, why this? Okay, what about that? So are you sure this? Why is this? Are you sure you love me? Why, why, why do you love me? Why do you choose me? Are you sure you chose me? Why, what about her? But why were you talking to her first? And why this? Uh, leave the person tomorrow. Today is what? It's, it's uh, 7 o'clock. Tomorrow, midnight, it's over. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. Don't come for counseling at all. Don't even bring it as a topic or something. Don't. Just go. The person has already shown you that she is not stable. And as you go into the marriage, it will continue and it will only get worse. Yes. Never move, even, never come for counseling. And pastors, don't advise anybody who can just say, please, you have this topic, we don't discuss it. The, the advice is in the preaching. That's why you should be in a relationship for some time before you marry, so that you see whether everything is, is okay. Sometimes, even when a pastor is talking to someone, I say, Are you okay? Everything all right? Is everything okay? And the person is looking, huh? Why is he? What? Don't even speak to another person. I don't want you to even speak or even show kindness or even show tenderness. And pastors are full of tenderness. Everything all right? I taught it in the shepherd's camp where the terrorist, even he was uh, hijacking the plane and he saw a pregnant lady and he came to say, you all right? Everything okay? Everything all right? And I was saying that if terrorists can show kindness, how much more a shepherd? Love and the mega church. Yes. Just tell your beloved, look, I'm a bad person, so bye-bye. I, I can't. I'm a bad person. I'm, I'm the type. I, I'm, I like so many she-goats. Please, let me go. That is how you think of me, so I beg you. I'm not good for you, no. Woe to you when you have signed your certificate. Whenever, I, whenever I'm officiating weddings and it's time for me to sign, when it comes to and I hold the pen, I, I always ask them, are you sure I should sign? Because when I sign this one, it means, and they always, they always say I should sign. All right? Tell somebody, Charlie, I'm ready to accept the realities. Yeah. Now, hey, that is very difficult for sisters, so because a sister there, I think that she will really suffer. In the, it's very difficult for brothers too, because sisters too. The truth is that they don't really love the man; they want a child. It's true. The bottom line is they want children. When they've had with you, have a child, this and that, then they are just there. They switch off. Just like the sheep. It's very difficult for the man too. Yes. So as the man is also having a tendency that my natural tendency is to follow this, the woman is also having a natural tendency to just have a child, be called Mrs. and show show, and that is all, and be a dead goat in the house. All 
these young girls, you think that they are some succulent, loving. They are just looking for children. Oh, when they get the ring and they marry you and they have the child, that is it. With your picture there, they show show off and that's all. And you see that you'll be in the house gnashing. Nobody will kiss you again. You will be there. Oh, ask the grown-ups and see. Either has a song. We don't, we don't touch anymore. We don't kiss. You think the songs are for nothing. So, somebody who is mature, when he sees young, younger, they have no attraction for them. So, look at this. They are like wardrobes. It's like you are looking at wardrobes. Look, I don't know, this one is just talking because it's raining. Listen, when a lion is looking, a lion is lying down like this, and he sees the buffaloes. He's seen lunch and dinner, and he says, this is really nice. This place is really thick and oof. Juicy. But the buffalo is not thinking that about him, himself that I am a good lunch for somebody. Yes. So as you are looking at the ladies, they also don't see themselves as a good lunch. You are desiring them with all your heart. They don't see it the way you see it. See now, God brought you here because it was raining. But you hear all these things. Anyway, I hear you have a meeting, so. Now, number four. And the last point. Jacob knew that gifts work. Hmm. Now, in verse 16, he delivered them into the hand of his servants, all these goats and cows and camels, every drove by himself. And he said to his servants, pass over and put a space between drove and drove. Wow. Verse 17, and he said, and he commanded the foremost, when is my brother meets you and asks you, what are these? And where are you going? And whose are these before thee? Verse 18. Then you shall say, oh, this is your servant Jacob's. It is a present sent to my Lord. Esau. He's also behind us. Hey. Verse 19. And he commanded the second and the third and all that followed the drove, saying, on this manner you shall speak unto Esau when you shall find him. Verse 20. And say moreover, behold, thy servant is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goeth before me. And afterward, I will see his face and per adventure, he will accept me. So went the present over before him and himself lodged that night in the company. Now, Esau, you know, 
The Bible says that a gift, it has an effect. So, he divided his gift into three parts. That's why some people, instead of giving you dollars, they'll change it into CDs. So that it looks more. Because it was the same group, but he divided it into three. So that one will come, then another will come, then another will come. It looks more, but it's the same. One day I was with a man and he came and he brought me some CDs. And I look at him. It's somebody who deals in dollars. I realized that he has changed it to CDs to look like a big packet. But it was just, I just look at it. I said, look at this man. But gifts work. Gifts work. Gifts work. So, believe in gifts. It is a real power. And it's a power that works so much that it destroys even the society. So, our, our society in Ghana is destroyed by gifts. Deuteronomy 16 verse 19 says, Thou shalt not rest judgment. Thou shalt not respect persons. Neither take a gift. For a gift doth blind the eyes of the wise. So a gift blinds you. So Esau couldn't see that they've taken your blessing and they've taken your birthright in exchange for some 30 camels. You get it? Today, do we know of Esau as nothing? Esau became nothing. The blessing and the birthright was given to Jacob. So don't be blinded by gifts. That's why I don't live my, my life, my ministry by gifts. You have people, somebody will do something, then will, oh, we want to bring an offering, we want to bring money. By the grace of God, your gifts will not change much. Proverbs 17, a wicked man taketh a gift out of the bosom to pervert the ways of judgment. So a pastor shouldn't live his life expecting gifts and relating to people for gifts. If I was relating people for gifts, I would not be in this church. What gifts do you have? You rather need gifts. Proverbs 18, verse 16. A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. Now, you see, the point I want to make is that gifts work. No matter what you say, and even no matter how negative your mind is, it has an effect. Yes. Gifts have an effect. Because it's a message. Many will entreat, Proverbs 19 verse 6, the favor of the prince and every man, all right, is a friend to him that gives gifts. Mercy. Every man is a friend to him that gives gifts. Never think your gifts don't work. 
no matter how somewhere it is, it has an effect. If I go to the president who may not need my gift and I give him an envelope of 1,000 CDs, it will have an impact on him. Because gifts work. They always work. But it depends on the receiver whether he can make his mind work well. Are you with me? Proverbs 21 verse 14. A gift in secret pacifies anger. Hey. Are you with me? So, once again, we can see that gifts have an effect. But you see, you must be careful with gifts. Because give gifts that are from your heart. Yes. I mean, if somebody comes to somebody's wedding and gives a gift of $25,000 and then when he comes to your wedding, he gives a gift of 2,000 CDs and you, you get to know of the other gift that was given. What effect will it have on you? Huh? You, you get the feeling of mockery. Yes. So be careful that your gift doesn't minister mockery. One of the greatest gifts I have ever received, up till today, every time I preach about such things, I remember, was a loaf of bread and a tin of milo. Wow. When I was in medical school. It was given to me by a dear sister. She went home and that is all that she got from home. She didn't have much. And she came straight from her house. And she came to me and she gave me the bread and the tin of milo. I always remember, I always refer, and then somebody else who gave me $5. These are some of the greatest gifts I've ever received. I remember them. And I also remember rich people coming to change their things into CDs or trying to make it look bigger and dividing like what Jacob was doing. He divided, okay, you go first. Then after that, you go. And, then after, and you realize that the person is playing some kind of mockery game with you. It can actually boomerang. And become a negative thing. So be careful. And do what is right. But gifts, they, they work. Yes. Gifts. Gifts work. And Jacob did, I say Jacob eh, is somebody who did everything in the natural and the supernatural. Any time he did something spiritual, he dealt with the physical and also dealt with the spiritual. As we read on, you see that that is where he now went to pray and wrestled with a man till daybreak. So it wasn't just sending the gift. So when he sent the gift, then he went into prayer. Yes. So it's like it's not just doing physical. You see, some people always they just do the physical side, but they don't do the spiritual part of it as well. Yes. Organizing gifts and analyzing the psychology, divide them into bands. You go, you go, you go, do this, do this. Then he went into prayer and he wrestled till the morning. And the angel took off his hip and he started to limp after that. So in Israel, they don't eat a certain part of the cow. This part that Jacob was struck with by the angel up till today. Yeah. He wrestled with him till morning. He touched the hollow of his thigh. 
and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint. So both the spirit, so when you analyze, there may be nothing else for you to do apart from let me give some gifts and try, then let me divide them into two so that if these people are killed, I'll be left with half. Do everything physical, but then move into the spirit as if you don't haven't done anything physical. And go all out in the spirit. So Jacob is a man to learn from. Yes. A man who understood. I don't know where he learned it from. Well, the Bible wasn't written in those days. But he knew that the gift would make a way for me. And some of you, you've never learned how to sow seeds. Yes. Because I believe that it, it does have, have an effect. Yes. One day I gave a, a, an offering to Yongicho. Yongicho has never given me money. Or Benihin or any of these people that you know of. Or anybody that I ever mentioned. No. I rather give them. The kind of letter that he wrote to me, I was amazed. And thank you. I was surprised. Yes. And sometimes I wonder all the people that are on the board, I wonder if any of them would even sow a seed into his life. Because when you go, you see that it's a multi, I mean, multi, multi, multi million millionaire type of ministry. I mean, he obviously has no needs. <laughs> yes. Why would somebody sow a seed into this person? Why should, I, why should I send money to him? And I send money and again and again to honor him. It has never occurred to me. And what, 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 can, what can an old man do for me? But it makes a way, it has an, it has an effect. Gifts have an effect. People don't know, gifts have an effect. Gifts have an effect. And Jacob knew what to do. He also did it spiritually. Some of you have poor relationships because you can't even cook. To even present something. When we put you in the kitchen, it will become a big thing. Everybody will be tired by the time you come out of this kitchen. Don't laugh at what I'm saying. What I'm saying, is it not true? Oh, I'll learn how to cook when I marry. I'm sorry for disturbing your... My mother didn't... My mother didn't... My mother didn't tell me. Why are you also telling me what my mother didn't tell me? You are saying that I should learn how to make okra stew. Where my mother didn't teach me how to make okra stew. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Tell somebody that he begs. He begs. <laughs> Gifts work. Presents work. Offerings work. It does. It has an effect. Don't do it with any mind. Of course, Jacob had a mind. I'm trying to win your favor. I don't want you to kill me. But what will you do? Send him 30 camels and see. Maybe it will help. And when he met him in the next, you see, the next one, it worked. It worked. Hey, 
worked. The gift worked. And Jacob entered the land where somebody was supposed to kill him. And rather entered with favor. When he saw him, he said, he said, it's as if I've seen God. That you were pleased with me. Yes. And Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, Esau came with 400 men. Jacob said, today I'm dead. <laughs> with his army. Hey! Verse 2. And he put the handmaids and the children first. Huh? No, the mates, that is Bilhah and Zilpah, according to value, so that if he kills, then he's left with the next one. So the next one is Leah. Do you understand? So then he sacrificed Leah. Because <laughs> in terms of love, in terms of love, he put the mates first. Then he put tender eyes next. And then Rachel and her one child, Joseph, at the hindermost. Do you understand? So that if something bad happens, this one, this one, this one. So like when you kill Leah, so at least you didn't kill Rachel. When you kill the mates, at least you didn't kill Leah. Oh. Jacob on his mind. Israel. The father of the Jews. Verse 3. And he passed over. And he bowed himself to the ground seven times. You see, he was doing everything physical. As possible. Bow, 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 bow. And then he came near his brother. Verse 4. And Esau ran to meet him. You see, God is working. The man who said he will kill you. It's turned out to be the opposite. You thought you'd be poor. You thought you would not have money. You thought you would die. You are rather living. You are rather prospering. God is rather working. Oh. Esau ran to him and embraced him on his neck. And kissed him. Meanwhile, Jacob has been worried, organizing killings of his wives. Killings of this, dividing the families into separate sections for possible murder cases and others. Esau ran and, and embraced him and kissed him and then they wept. Wow. Ah. Verse 5. And he lifted up his eyes and he saw the women. He said, who are these? He said, this is the children that God has graciously given thyself. I'm sure the maids would later on be thinking, Chale, they sacrificed us first by Leah also. But Leah, Chale, they told you that was, you are not originally not the one that it was mine. You know it yourself. It's not something that you have to argue about. You people, you must accept when somebody likes somebody, eh? And he lifted up the eyes. Verse 6. Then the handmaidens came with their children and bowed themselves. They, 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 were, not, they were not worried. Verse 7. And Leah with her children and she bowed. Then Joseph and Rachel and then they bowed. In order of love and preference. Verse 9. And Esau said, no, verse 8. And he said, what do you, what do you mean by all this? He said, oh, these are to find, see, I like his honesty. These are to find grace in the sight of my Lord. Like, this is the true reason why I'm giving you these things. I don't want to hide it. I'm trying to find grace. grace. My Lord. In my Lord. And you're always calling him my Lord. 
in trying to find grace. Verse 9. And Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep what you have. Verse 10. And Jacob said, no, 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 no. I pray that there are some gifts when they are returning, don't accept it all. Never take it back. There are some things when they give it back to you. Don't take it back. You say, please. One day somebody came and sold a seed. I told him, look, you know I don't need, you know me. I don't need, he told me, listen, even the seed, it rains on the seed. So please accept my gift. I immediately just accepted it because I didn't know what to say. Got the proverb he had used. I have not heard that proverb before. Even the sea, like us, is raining on us now. It's raining on the sea, yes. And the sea is also receiving it. And the, the sea is full of water and it's receiving it. Even the sea, it rains on the sea. And Jacob said, Look at it, I pray thee, if I have found grace, receive my present. For therefore, I have seen thy face as though I've seen the face of God. And thou was pleased with me. That's how it is to marry some people. When you go home, you don't know whether they will be pleased with you. When they see you. Yes. The face is like the face of God. Whether he will be pleased with you or not. It's the, what is controlling their lives. So as he saw him and was happy, it's like Charlie. It's relieved. You are becoming super Jews. And you are rising to do us. Stand to your feet everybody. Lift your hands and thank God for super wisdom that He's given you for your life and your ministry. Palama Shebeleba Tode Makado Sadan Balede Sandalaba Kapaludash Sherame Nostelebando Kaparalabala. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Father, thanks a million. Thanks a million. Thanks a million for calling us. Sending us to the ends of the earth. Choosing us. Malande shulere makabaladose padele madabalama. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, there are some people here. You are so stingy. That's why there's no grace on your life. You see, I think we don't understand what it meant for Jacob to give those animals away. That's all they work for. Maybe it meant a lot. But what I'm saying to you is some of us here, we need to open our palms. Do you know how many times I've heard men of God telling me, this is the largest gift. This is, you are the only person who has ever done this. You, this is, the, I mean, I've heard it and seen it. A certain grace will fall on your life when you learn how to just release and give. Grace will come upon you. Yes. Father, thank you. Receive the grace to give. 
Receive the grace to give. Receive the grace to give. In the name of Jesus. Whatever God has told you to do. Today, no matter the dangers of Esau, the danger of Esau, you are receiving grace to obey God. And you are also receiving wisdom from God to obey him. You can do what he says. You can go where he says you should go. You'll be okay. God will take care of you. God will bless you in your life and your ministry. Father, thank you for the grace given to us today. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How many of you, you are here, you feel you are not a giver? Come to the front and let me just pray for you. Don't come to me. Come forward to where you are. Where you are. You feel you are not such a giver as you should be. Step to, forward to where you are. I'm just going to pray. Don't come here, but just come forward. I want to pray with you. There are people here. You, you, you don't give. Come forward. Come to the stairs. Okay, come here. Come to me if, you, if that's what you understand. Yeah, just, just right here. Lift your hands. Okay. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for the grace to give, to release, to set free, to let things go. Receive that grace now. It's coming on you now. It's coming on you now. Jesus. Okay, nobody else should come to the front. Receive the grace to give. Take in a deep breath and let God change your life. Father, thank you. Thank you. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Receive the grace to release, to give. Maybe this was the beginning of Jacob's prosperity. Jacob's prosperity to start giving. It's one of the first things he did was to give away what he had worked for for 20 years. To buy his way out by giving and giving and giving and giving. Receive the grace of God right now. Thank you Lord. Just thank God. Thank God. Oh yes. Oh yes. It's flowing. It's flowing. The grace of giving. The grace of releasing. And letting things go. 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 Everybody lift your hand. Not only those in front. 
become become another Jacob be able to just open your palm open your hand open your heart it's not the amount you give it is it is it is what you have that God says all that you have worked for all that you have open your heart and release and to give God's blessings on your life father thank you for power that is released in a supernatural way we give you thanks Lord we give you praise we honor you Lord thank you that this is a grace that is being given to everyone watching everyone here everyone standing here to 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 to, to be able to release what we have thank you in Jesus name we pray amen go back to your seat and I'll tell you something when you go back you may be seated do you know that sometimes poor people are some of the most hard fisted yes so I believe God is making you like Jacob you'll be able to just open here you are here you are here you are don't keep dresses you don't wear you can't wear it again you are waiting for it to have holes before you say I give it away there are times you have to take half of your things and share them away half say Lord I'm taking half of all that I have and I'm giving it This is the type of rain that causes floods. The cool one that continues. It's like phlegmatism. It's harder than. No change. Beautiful disobedience. Are you listening to me? You know, as I'm preaching now, I'm, I'm just feeling that. This is the beginning of Israeli prosperity. Yes. Open the arms and say, take what I've worked for. Wow. Supernatural. Hundreds of goats. He gave hundreds. 200 goats, 200 sheep. That's a lot of sheep and goats. eh? Before camels. That's a lot. Hundreds. And they were all spotted. Remember? The spotted ones. I, I don't know. I'm sure you saw they didn't ask him. Why, why are they all spotted? <laughs> what a blessing. 200 she goats. 200 eels. And 2020. So that is 440. Before cows. I mean, he gave his brother hundreds. Serious money. Huh? Very serious. The beginning of prosperity. Any brother who goes to buy bread because you don't want your wife to waste money, you yourself are going to buy bread. 
Shame on you from today. You are disgracing. Huh? You are disgracing what? Brotherhood. You are disgracing the brotherhood. First love brotherhood. No brother here must ask for a receipt. Huh? Is it clear? Are you an accountant? Are you an auditor? Why are you auditing in the house? No receipts. Charlie, you people are enjoying cool air here. But over there, it's not easy. Why don't you open some of these ones? You don't want us to enjoy some of the cool air. God has given you cool air. You don't want to, to, to share it. Be givers. When you are going on a mission, you know, my wife, she's always giving things to people. She was surprised when she had a baby and nobody came to give her any food or anything. She will always go with food and things to people. She's just like her mother. Her mother, her mother cannot come to my house without something, either oranges or something. <laughs> yes. Huh? Something at least. You are always walking empty-handed. You see, and maybe it's from your family. Your mother is tight-fisted and you have inherited gorilla hands like this. Very hard. I travel light, so you are always empty-handed. You travel light. If I'm going somewhere, if I'm, yeah, maybe I'm going to preach somewhere, she's also coming. She always, she always has something. I ask her, are you sure they like this? I don't even want to get into it. Are you sure they want all these things? Leave it to me, leave it. I'm doing it. She organizes it. Even give thyself holy conference. She's always doing things for the people. Yes, Always. Are you sure they like this? They like it. You, you leave me. They like it. Are you sure? Okay. Yes. Why are your fingers always empty? Grace, open your hands and let things just flow out. Even oranges. How much is an orange? How much are oranges, please? Three for one CD. 50 pesos for one. So 10 CDs can buy 20 oranges. You are receiving the grace to give. Amen. Me, I don't have things. Me, I don't have much. No. Be generous. 
God is going to give you more things. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are here tonight, you want to give your life to Jesus. You are not born again. You want me to pray with you. If you are here like that, lift your right hand up high. Lift it, lift it up high. I'm going to pray. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Maybe somebody invited you. You want to give your life to God today. Then lift your hand up high and stand up. Lift your hand up high and stand up, please. I want to pray with you. And come to me in the front here. God bless you. Come, come. You lifted your hand up, then come. Come, come from where you are. Jesus, and give him your life today. Come on to Jesus. Let him have his way. All right. Father, thanks for salvation in Jesus' name.
nor has it been prosecuted with the zeal and perseverance of the early Christian church. Indeed, there were candles in the dark. Oh, be a candle in the dark. Lord, I wanna be a candle in the dark. A light to the world Be a witness for My Lord He sent me into this dark world Please use me somehow Oh Lord As a candle in the dark Many people say the commission is completed by the ministry of the early apostles. They say we have lots of souls in our own country. If God intends the salvation of the world, he will somehow bring the gospel to them Or bring them to the gospel Today most Christians sit at ease Have no concern for lost sinners They don't want to be candles in the dark I want to be a light to the world, be a witness for my Lord, he sent me into this dark world, please use me somehow, oh Lord, as a Consideration of you who sit at ease. I offer these observations. If the whole body of Christians entered heartily into the Great Commission, 
and love the souls of their fellow creatures more than they love themselves and more than they love their own lives they could become candles in the dark they could become saviors of this world oh yeah candles in the dark lift your hand if you wanna be say be a candle been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's a thing about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10-9 Central on ABC.